This is Nappy Nina, and you are listening to Dad Bod Rap Pod. Stony Island Audio. And now, it's time for the Dad Bod Rap Pod. With your hosts, Timon Carter, David Ma, and Nate LeBlanc. Three underground rap nerds walked into a bar. An argument ensued about who the goats are. The seed was a thought that would turn into a pod. Now fans worldwide say, Not a bad job, the ad hoc cab squad who chronicles the vanguard of hip hop at large. Rap taste slacked off, don't need to be mad, dog. Look no further, it's the dad bod rap pod. 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 Hey, what up, man? It's me. Um, just calling to see if possible if you have any time today or within the next couple of days, if, if you're in the studio or if you're at home or car, whatever. That song that is called Trying or something, Mace was telling me that I needed to hear. He said it was amazing. Whew, the way he was talking, man, I want to hear it. Another lost in the pack. We call shack shit, you know, laugh it all. The years just blow by. My eyes stay fixed, but the picture's kinda out of focus. I cry a lot, but admit to it. Enjoying life now, but I've been through it. Sometimes I wish that I can go back. No bills, no kids, just getting towed back. I want a wife, I love women. How could I front like I don't be in love with them? A little man that I can teach, a little sand. Podcasting live from San Jose, California, it is the Dead Bod Rap Pod. I am one-third of your host, Demo Carter, a.k.a. Dim One. I am joined by my man's Dave Moff. What's good? Yo, really good to finally see you guys. I feel like it's been a minute, um, obviously, sort of uh, dealing with the bad news of uh, True Goy, rest in peace, and which I'm sure we're going to get into it a little bit more, but uh, really good to see you guys otherwise. Yeah, man. Good, good to have you here. Nate, what's the word? um i'm good you know everything's fine um just brutal news and like so much brutal news lately but we have a full show we're gonna do we're obviously gonna talk about it we're excited about our in-person interview with nappy nina and her awesome new record and it's awesome cover and you're gonna get to hear about that in a minute but i think we have to talk about um just this fucking horrific news that um yeah dave from i mean just me walking around in the world where everyone's being like dave died dave died like that would yeah. be dramatic <laughs> at any just level off top um and yeah man i just the the cruel timing of this is really fucking with me right yeah tragic, as, tragic, as tragic de la soul gets ready to uh come back to dsps um and they've been doing a great job with the rollout of that and we were really anticipating and you know i'm sure people will still get to connect with the music that's what we're really excited about that it will be accessible that people get to understand Dale's full catalog and all those great records but um yeah the timing and just you know i feel like we do this show once every eight weeks of like oh man you know mm-hmm. another pivotal player um in hip-hop history has passed away but um 
Yeah, uh, tragic, tragic loss, and it got me to thinking about uh, among many things is um, I think we took Dave for granted. I think the greatness of of what he was able to do lyrically, um, it's kind of part of being ahead of your time, I guess. But in all of the chatter about all of the top whoever's and all of the who's the best, who's better than who, and blah, 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 um, Trugoy never comes up. And yet I'm kind of like, who is better? Who yeah. had more more uh, ease of use of the rap language? Who invented more things? Uh, Tajay had a great kind of audio clip he posted on Twitter that was like, he never used the same style twice. Mm. Mm. Like, even of the goats that we talk about, there's not that many people that could claim that. So I guess that's what I'm I'm kind of sitting with today is just trying to revel in, in the greatness of... Yeah. Um, of, of plug twos here's uh, here's a thing for you guys i thought about this immediately yesterday and honestly i was having like a really nice day yesterday and i saw i i got the news broken for me on our text chat and then i just put my phone away for the rest of the day i was like i'm not mm -hmm. i'm not doing this today so i kind of like woke up this morning and like read all the tributes and all, all the articles and all this stuff but like is is dave kind of the fife of de la soul and now both right. of those guys are not here. It's like the kind of I don't want to say oh so interesting, but like the 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 complimentary piece, like the genius is Q-tip, the genius is pause, and then mm -hmm. you have this other guy who's so great in his own way and never mentioned among upper echelon anything, but the group would not be without them. And the contrast and balance of that is so important, and yeah. always kind of played a supporting role in the mythology if not the music in the music i think he was he was primary on a lot of things as was fife so i've been thinking about that a lot recently mm. both both had their health issues and both died incredibly young and just the the outpouring of support i feel like we were all gearing up to celebrate yeah right. we, it, you you guys share the same spreadsheet i do we have a date on the calendar to do that in a couple of weeks and now we have to reconcile all of that with the fact that he's not going to be here to see it. And I don't know. What do you guys think of that analogy? Um, I think I think it's a good analogy. I mean, again, I mean, um, you know, Prince Poe is still alive, but it's hard to be in a group with Pharaoh Mach. You know yeah. what I mean? And so um, that's the only reason. And, you know, that episode that we had planned, it's just now it's now it's going to be a, a darker one for sure. Um, I remember talking to Prince Paul. We, we've done some work together and he's been on the show uh, before. Um, and um, I remember him, we were talking about Dela, and he he always made a point to give uh, True Goy some props, dude. So it, it really feels like within the inner circle of people who've worked with Dela and were around their energy, his humor and his wisdom was certainly celebrated. So it feels like in that regard, in the small groups of real people who hung out with Dela as artists and as people, you know, uh, he was given his flowers or his daisies, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a great point. It's one of those things where... Um, there's certain artists that are just simply in, impeachable. Like there's no stain uh, upon True Goy's record as an MC. Never said anything weird or crass. Um, right. And some of my favorites have right. Everybody's got like, like weird, forgettable lines and shit. But um, and that's kind of why I started off with the taken for granted thing. I I just think there are a few artists who had the track record uh, that he did bar for bar. 
um, and we talk about people of lesser talent quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hopefully the only kind of silver lining of something like this is it makes people kind of go back um, and, and pick through the catalog. Uh, I just posted on Twitter about one of my favorite Trugoy moments, which is on the AOI Bionics record, which is much maligned by me as, as much as anyone. Uh, but there's a song on there called Trying, um, where I didn't listen to it today because I felt like it would have got me super emotional because it is an mm. emotional song. But mm. I do feel like it's one of it's one of the True Boys um, best verses. Very simple. It's it's in that kind of post stakes is high um, vein of lyricism, but um, just incredibly moving. And uh, we talk a lot on this show, Nate. You you bring this up quite a bit about uh, rapper voice. Um, Dave was giving us natural tone raps in like 89. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his, his style is so easy and free. Um, and I don't know, I don't think we knew what to do with it then at a time where you had the Chuck D's and the Rakim's and it was like, everything was really stern and, um, but he just so, so free. And I, and I'll throw this to you, Nate, um, as a fashion magnate yourself, uh, he was the flyest member, no, of Dave yeah. Soul. Absolutely. Um, and for me, his uh, the thing I think about the most is his drama T-shirt. Yes. Dr. His, Ama. Uh, his Dr. Ama phase uh, around stakes is high. And um, yeah, he definitely a fly cat and someone it's just like there's no even undertones of like ill will. Like everyone right. loved this dude, like everyone who came into contact with him has his like holds him in such high esteem and has so much respect for him as a person and as an artist. And I've actually heard that about all, all the guys from De La Soul. Um, you know, another stupid, sad thing that's only important to me personally is I never got to see them live. I like, mm. you know, was out of yeah. town or just, yeah. Oh, I'll get, get them on the next one. Or, Oh, there's yep. so many people on that bill. I just want to see them. And I'm like, you yep. idiots, like mm. take, take your chances. Go, go when they come to town. Like, I don't know if you guys totally. saw this, but uh, the jungle brothers played in LA. Uh, They're coming to Santa Cruz too. Last weekend. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to go because like, I'm not yeah. doing this again. I, hear you. Um, I was like, <laughs> everyone I know seemingly who lives in LA was at this jungle brother show. And it's just a big moment for people. And that's cool. They're touring. I don't know if they have something they're touring behind or just touring, but um, yeah, we, we should go dude. Like that's like, yeah. we have to give props. We have to give well, respect. We, we have to give flowers. We have to see kind of people and look them in the eye. And yeah, I'm super bummed that I didn't get to do that, but yeah, he definitely, you know, he like, he dressed fly for like a regular person is I guess yeah. I would put on that. It wasn't, it wasn't like in the beginning, it specifically was not about chains and, you know, flashiness. And it's like, he kind of, you know, they did the hippie thing and then he like, you know, he kind of evolved out of that. And another thing I've been thinking so much about, and sorry, I feel like I'm really rambling today, but this is the first time I've had a chance to talk to anyone about this. I cannot think about the term De La Soul is dead as like a cool, funny, Right. clever thing right now you know what i mean like just seeing that and we see it a lot like our first logo is based on de la yeah. sola's dead logo that's a really important foundational piece for us and it's just like a fucking knife in the heart right now it sucks yeah big, big gut punch for sure yeah it's it's uh in a in a year in a cycle where we we've seen so much of it um you know where this is this is jay dilla month 
uh, that we celebrate uh, his life and work, Tracks and Millions birthdays in a couple weeks. Mm. Um, it's always just a, this cache of artists that have passed on um, and we're kind of left to grapple with, you know, we have a true goy size hole uh, in hip hop right now that that we don't know how to fill. And so um, definitely difficult news um, in a bittersweet way. I'm still excited for uh, De La's music to come back to streaming and um, for they've got like vinyl re-releases and all that stuff. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's always weird, but this is kind of going to tick them into this other stratosphere in the way that death does, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I hope people can interact and enjoy the music. And um, to Nate's point, yeah, we, we just got to celebrate uh, folks while they're here because none of this is promised. Um, what was he, 55? 54 years old. 54. Uh, yeah. had, a, had, a, had a heart condition, which around the time of they were recording the anonymous nobody, they made a mini doc that kind of was capturing um, some of his uh, some of his health issues, and I even remember at that time going like, "Fuck!" Like guys that I looked up to uh, back in the day have like real health issues now, like grown ass people right. health issues. You know what I mean? I was just in, you know, um, as as a reminder for for all of us who are of a certain age, but. Um, yeah, man, gone, gone way too soon. We're still gonna have our our daylight episode uh, coming up in a in a couple weeks, and um, we we hope you guys will tap in for that, and we'll maybe have uh, some more clarity um, on on how we feel about this. But it's it's just so sudden, it's so raw. We we appreciate you guys. You know, this is our first time talking about this, um, and and hopefully you guys are processing it in your own way. Uh, we have a we have a dope episode though. We have Nappy Nina, an in person interview with Nappy Nina live from Dim's couch. That was really uh, fun. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. Uh, Nappy Nina is an amazing artist who has a new album called Morning Dew that's gonna be out um, either I think it's on the Friday the seventeenth. So if you're listening to this on a Thursday, it's coming out the next day, um, and we we hope you guys check that out. But uh, Let's have her explain it for y'all. This is our interview with Nappy Nina, Dad Bod, Rap Bod. Yes. That. Ah. Uh. I see your patience for trouble. How many times have you been in a scuffle? It be me, my mind in a tussle. Feelings are coupled, feathers are ruffled. Passing your patience for trouble. How many times have you been in a scuffle? It be me, my mind in a tussle. Feelings are coupled, feathers are ruffled. Don't wear no muzzle, free-minded, free base, free class, we lace, we had the great rehab rebate, debate, mad late, rehash, bad place at my place, debunk bad takes on my pace, say grace and say face, same as rate, pass rage, mad age, gray ass face. We are recording, so this is Dad by Rap Pod. Nappy Nina, interview take two. Yes. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, Dad by Rap Pod, every week we talk to people who are moving and shaping hip-hop culture. This week is no different. Joining us on my couch... We have Brooklyn by way of Oakland rapper who has a new album out called Morning Dew. Nappy Nina, what's happening? What's good, y'all? Happy to be in the same space. 
Yeah, once again, huh? Uh, third time, I believe, yeah. as a guest, and we have also hung out a couple times. Uh, we famously ran into each other on the subway as yeah, well. Yeah, that was wild. Was in New York. <laughs> that was wild. Very unexpected. Yeah. Super uh, tight little vacation random. moment for me. Yeah, super random. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know I know like three people in New York, and like, <laughs> I ran into one of them on the subway. Like, that we was, About yeah. to get off the train at my, where my, we were staying with my aunt and uncle, and I was we just looked at each other like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a train that I don't even ride normally. So it was just super random. Ah, the serendipity. Yeah. And then I think I came in like six days later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. To New York. And we had dumplings and you were going to we retire. Did. That's what that was the conversation. Yeah, I mean, I still feel that way. So. <laughs> Which you're going to we retire, but you yes. change your mind. Yeah, yeah. We have to change your mind in this, in this interview. Um, you have a new album coming out called Morning Dew. Mm-hmm. Uh and we're going to talk about the album, but I want to talk about the cover art image, um, which when I first saw it, I was like, this has to be photo. I didn't, well, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, of course it's Photoshop. Uh, and just for those who in the desert. Yeah. Those who can't see, because you're listening to a podcast, uh, it is a shot of Nina laying in the desert, covered with sand with a pillow. Um, but she was really in the desert. Say I was. More. I was buried in the sand. My two homies came with me, buried me. <laughs> um, and my homegirl, Alexia Webster, shout out to her forever, uh, got the shot. But I was in Algeria for a music exchange program. Um, and that picture was just like, it. initially I was going to use it as a, I was hoping to shoot it as a single cover for Tucked In. Ah, but then, uh, but then I was like, there's no way like this, this is just too good. Um, I think I need to use this for the album. Did you conceptualize it or did you come up with it with her? I conceptualized it and I, she's just the illest photographer. So I knew she'd be down and I was like, yo, like I have this idea. I want to get buried. And she was like, let's make this happen. That's so cool. Um, I know you were out there for like a musical exchange program, but like, did you get to explore the desert? Like. Is it's just just dunes a little bit. as far the as dunes, the eye can see? Oh, uh, the dunes are such a magical slash creepy place. Like <laughs> the concept just that you can get lost in them. If you don't know exactly where you are and you just like go to the top and you can you can just get lost, like that was just really messing with my mind. So I feel like I did explore a little bit, but I wasn't like Close super adventurous. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No camels? Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't get on a camel, but I saw them every day. Um, okay. Our hotel was literally across the street from the Sahara Desert, like oh, within five minutes walking that's distance. Wild. Yeah. What is the uh, what's the reception of, of hip hop in Algeria? Um, my experience, they didn't care about hip hop. <laughs> well, I would say the young people didn't care about hip hop um, as much as they cared about the traditional Gnawa music that they were making. Um, which actually I respected a lot. Like I, I didn't even, I wasn't offended. I was like, cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like they, yeah, they could care less uh, when we were rapping. Um, I think it was mostly the Americans I was with. We were all trying to impress each other, but <laughs> like everyone else, yeah, no one cared. But I got to learn like a lot of different rhythms, like um, a lot of rhythms that just like messed my head up. The drummers <laughs> were just on a whole different type of time, you know. Right, because it's, it's in five. It's in five, yeah. yeah. Therefore, everyone else is on a whole different type of wave, which was really <sighs> beautiful crazy. and stressful. <laughs> well, I, on Morning Dew, um, I noticed as kind of a carryover what I think from um, your record with J Words, which is Double, double Down. Double Down. Double down mm-hmm. 
uh, seemed like you doubled down on double time. <laughs> uh, and also, there's some like tricky kind of flows in there. Was any of that influenced by your, your time in Algeria? Huh, that's a good question. Maybe subconsciously. Um, yeah. I didn't. I definitely didn't go in thinking that. But yeah, maybe so. Um, yeah, I feel like I've kind of always been exploring with that. But yeah, definitely probably came back a little bit more confident. I'm interested in it socially. Is it like music summer camp or like, is it like everybody's away from home? Like, was like, can you drink? Like, what's the what's the vibe like? That's a great question. So the program that I was with, um, they're called One Beat. I actually do a lot of work with them currently. That is just like summer camp, which is amazing. I love that feeling. I grew up going to camp, so okay. it has a special place in my heart. But the drinking in Algeria was not exactly. It was it was really hard. Um, there was. The liquor in our hotel was like super expensive, okay, and okay. But it's not like Dubai where you absolutely can't. No, like, we just had to like know a few people who <laughs> like could go the to Algerian the store for us. Yeah, yeah, for real. Get on the gray market. For real. Is it like a lot of hookah? Um, I was smoking a lot of hash. Okay. Not really hookah, but okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of tea. The yeah, tea yeah. was just so intense, like <laughs> intensely caffeinated. Like a shot yeah. of tea, you know, you were good for like oh, hours. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. World Traveler. Uh, Morning Dew is set to come out, uh, I believe, February 17th. Yeah, very soon. Correct. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably by the time you're hearing this. Um, talk to us about kind of what was the, the the idea behind, when did this project start, and what was your kind of, um, your intention going into making it? This project has started a super long time ago, 2019, um, in Crown Heights with my boy Dane Zone. Um yeah, it was just, it, it, it just seemed like it was the thing that was going to come after um, dumbed out for me. But then, you know, as we all know, pandemic, yeah, <laughs> life. Yeah, life, all that happened. So there was a lot of pauses in the project. Um, but uh, Morning Dew, you know, the, cons- the, the morning part of it just came from like literally morning, like everything that all of us were mourning collectively, mm-hmm. you know. Can I pause there? Because yeah. uh, if people haven't had a chance to take this in yet, morning dew is like the water that's on flowers in the morning, but it's spelled, it's wordplay. It's M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G and D-U-E yeah. rather than D-E-W. So it's like you had morning dew yeah. to, to the world, mm. to entities, mm. to things. I just wanted to make sure people do what you were referencing, but please continue. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was just thinking about like relationships loss or like health mm. loss or just like... Mm. Every single thing that, you know, there's a super long list of things that we were mourning and um, the do part just comes of thinking about it as like um, a type of currency or just like mm. a way, like I, I didn't understand like how long we would be mourning. I still don't know, you know, and like yeah, when is yeah. that going to be over and like who is owed what when it comes to like yeah. mourning and who pays for what. And yeah, and this is a little personal, but did you feel like your circle shrank? A bunch during yeah. that time? Oh, yeah. My circle shrank so much. Um, on an even more personal note, like, my mom got sick, and it was just... There was just so many heavy things that happened in the past two years that, like, I didn't want the record to be super heavy, but I did want to acknowledge those things. Like, you know, the record's not super sad or anything. There's some bouncy tracks and everything, but I think the overall theme is just, like, um, just thinking about some of the the losses and if not lost, just like the things that um, I have been mourning and just think about people around me as well. Yeah. It's um, I, I find that 
your music is often contemplative and that's kind of the, the music that we like. So it, it, it aligns nicely. It's like there's a lot of wordplay. There's a lot of tricky kind of flow and rhythm pieces in there. But you do um, mention several things specifically, including about your mother mm-hmm. um, getting sick. Were you not able to visit because of the conditions? Yeah, COVID just made it like pretty ridiculous to visit. And, you know, everybody's yeah. just scared of, you know, spreading anything. Yeah. And just I, like, I didn't see my parents for like nine months. Yeah, like exactly. I wouldn't see them. Yeah, and so I wouldn't kill them essentially. Yeah, exactly. And I live twenty minutes away from my parents, so yeah, it's I, we did a few backyard hangs, but yeah, I think I think I went nine months without hugging my mom. Yeah, and exactly. I don't know if either mm-hmm. of us are ever gonna get over that. You don't get the time back. You it's know what true. I mean? Yeah, the first instinct definitely for me and my brother, who also lives um, in New York, was to like come home, but like yeah. that just, just wasn't home. a reality. You know, yeah. so. Uh, yeah. So were you piecing this together the whole time or were there several different groups of times where you were like, this is the project I'm working on? Yeah, I think it was it was several d- different groups of times. Like I would work on tracks here and there and then take breaks and then like Double Down was made in the middle of this. And, oh, okay. you know, okay. there was I came back to this project a whole bunch of times. So um, I think I was just always piecing things together and. Yeah. yeah. Even when it was finished, I didn't know it was really finished. I was just like, I think this is I, it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you um, in terms of like, and maybe you didn't even think about it this way, but classifying what this is, right? Because in some conversations you have, you know, yeah, you know, okay, I do kind of boom bap, but like, mm-hmm. that is, this is not that yeah. necessarily. It's not not that. Um, how do you, how do you think about your music? How do you classify it or do you yeah i don't know i feel like i really struggle with that i think i have there's some days where i'm like oh yeah i fit with these guys like i'm part of this alternative like hip-hop thing that we're doing or like kind of boom bap or like kind of you know but then like some days i'm like oh i want to make like more bouncy almost pop like almost hyphy tracks you know what i'm saying so I don't know how I define my music at all. I think I just feel like I fit and don't fit in certain yeah. like yeah. worlds, you know, which I don't mind. I feel like a lot of times it used to get to me a lot more and now yeah. I'm just like it just it is what it is. Like I can't change my sound. Yeah. Um we were talking about um the producers a little bit off mic before we kind of remembered to record the <laughs> podcast. And, um, I know you worked extensively with Jay Words. You mentioned the album you guys did, Double Down, which is a favorite of ours. And yeah. this is just me theorizing. You please correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. It, I, I feel like her sound is so electronic and so like, um, like I don't know. I just like from seeing her IG, it's like little tiny beat machines. I don't mm-hmm. even know what it is. She's getting these crazy rhythms out of. She has such a unique palette but i feel like perhaps you guys working relationship pulls you a little bit in that direction of otherness that i told you that she doesn't need to go electronic <laughs> <laughs> yeah jay word jay word like, hey. says that to me every other day she's like yo just come on like you can just take over the electronic scene like let's please just do this and i, I feel it like yeah. i love her production and I feel like people who know her work can pick out which beats are hers on my project without yeah, sure. even, you know, looking yeah. at it. But I just, I don't love any one sound more than the other. Like, mm. I just love them at the same. Like, yeah. you know, not to get all corny, but they're, they're like my kids, you know what I'm saying? You can't pick, <laughs> you can't pick a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel the need at, in any way at this phase of your career to still prove 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I, th- I think that's, and again, I'm theorizing. Yeah. Welcome to tell me I'm wrong. Um, there's something about, like, doing a classic hip-hop track or a classic hip-hop run or rhyme scheme just to kind of throw it out there like you're not to be trifled with. Like, yeah. You're still one of the better rappers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think my whole Project 30 bag was that. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. trying to prove myself the whole time. Yeah. And I yeah. was just like, I love that I'm one. tired of people not taking me seriously. <laughs> like, let me do this thing where I can really rap, guys. You know? Yeah. Like, that's uh, what yeah. that was. Our buddy Open Mike Eagle just did that record. He's like, I'm making a 97 underground hip-hop record and just it turns y'all. out to be one of his bigger projects, yeah. right? And there's just something to be said for, and it, it does suit my needs as a fan. I like some electronic music, but mm-hmm. I've you know, got a record shelf full of classic hip-hop records. That's what I, I still hearken back to. So it's interesting to blend them, yeah. and it's interesting to approach it in that way of like, Another thing I also really believe, which completely contradicts what I just said, is there's no rules. (laughs) You can do whatever you want, and that's kind of where the creativity is now. And even on, um, and I want to get to the length of the record in a second, because we talked about that last time we hung out, too. Mm -hmm. Um, There's enough room within songs or movements or pieces or projects to do both, and no one's crossing off any imaginary list of like, oh, she didn't rap over a breakbeat, or she didn't hit this... BPM level or whatever, right? Isn't it? I hope there's nobody crossing off those <laughs> things on a list, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't say that for sure. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, it seems like you you did reach a, a an albumy length, like after many EPs, it's you true. you made a statement. It's barely. <laughs> what is it? What it's is it like thirty four minutes. That's a double LP. Wow. Okay. So, do but do you ever get like? We talked to Luca about this a little bit. Like, do you ever get pressured from your your circle? I know Jay Words wants you to go electronic, as do I. But uh, <laughs> are there other folks in your circle that are kind of like, or you're you're back home, right? Are there people that like, you should be doing X, right? Not so much anymore. I don't think. I think people just have realized that doesn't work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't think I get that much anymore. But yes. All the time, I used to get that. I mean, on Twitter, yeah, I get that all the time. You know. Yeah, what you should be doing. Yeah, what I should be doing. But in my real, actual life, no. Okay. Yeah, everybody's just like, I think people around me are pretty supportive of whatever I choose to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you're bi-coastal. Yeah. So you said, <laughs> I saw you, was like, I'd like to just come home to Cali for the, for the winter. The winter, yeah. Yeah. How, yep. How's that That's how's the that dream. Working? I mean, I'm here for two weeks, you know. Yeah. I would like to extend it. The problem with coming home is like, I have to have my own crib out here. Like, uh, that's oh, really see. what's about. So, like, when me and my brother are able to get our own crib, yeah. whenever that may be, when you go electronic, it would be the perfect. Get, <laughs> yeah, you get this when I sell out, money, then you can have. Look, I'm I'm waiting on that festival money right now. <laughs> Do you? have plans to tour this are things being discussed like is that what you want to do would you want to spend the rest of the year on the road if you could yeah i would love it i love being on the road i actually have i already have plans to tour um i'm going to australia next month wow i have a couple gigs there and then yeah i'm hoping to tour in europe in the fall is that your first time there yeah that's so cool the furthest place i've been, so you're just sure. knocking off semi-obscure A yeah. countries. I'm about to say it is pretty obscure. Watch out as, as Bear Bijan or whatever that country <laughs> is that I fucked up the name of. 
Kyrgyzstan <laughs> coming coming down yeah, with the heat. I'm going to Austria later in the year. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not playing with the A countries. Okay. <laughs> Austria, Austria. Now that you've conquered America, you can take exactly. it take it on the road. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know much about Australia, but I do have a couple of uh, people I interact with on the internet who are DJs there, and it seems like they are some rabid hip-hop heads. They love the hip-hop. Yeah, the randomly, like, like, I am going there for a random reason, but unrandomly, like, I do have a li- lot of listeners from Australia, so I'm hyped to, like, That's see dope. what's good. Yeah, yeah. seems yeah. like a beautiful country. I hope you were well-received there and you have fun. Did you build in any time to do other stuff? Yeah, I'm actually going for, like, half leisure, half fun. Okay. I mean, half Sounds work. Right. So, Smart. yeah, I'll be there for a month. Whoa. Uh, my okay. uncle lives there, which is, like, another random story. And okay. um, I'll be spending some family time and oh, nice. some play time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And pushing, um, pushing out uh, morning dew. Yeah. Um, we talked about this a little last time I, I was chopping it up with you. What can you hope for with an album of this? Like people's attention spans are super short. Yeah, There's super so much short. shit coming out. Like how do you, as somebody who's trying to release some music soon, <laughs> how do you manage your, your kind of emotions and expectations about what a record is or isn't going to do? Uh, that's super hard. I feel like, well, I manage them by just keeping my expectations super low okay. at all times. <laughs> Expect nothing. But when other people start hearing the record, I think then my expectations start getting a little higher. And I'm like, oh, like maybe there's something here. Like maybe I can, you know, and I just want to do more than I did with the last record. You yeah, know? That's Double down. Yeah, yeah, that's always a goal. A little okay. bit more than I did with the last record. Double down was great for me. I did a whole bunch of shows, but I didn't have like a legit tour for Double Down, you know? Uh, okay. So, okay. Um, so this I'm, hoping, would be I'm hoping to do that for this project. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, if we can, I'd love to dig into some of these features. You have some yeah. pretty heavy hitters. And like, I, I think you mentioned earlier, like um, if, you, if you're measured by who you're associated with, like I, I, I consider all of these folks to be Somewhat in the you you mentioned the alternative, alternative rap, rap scene. That's yeah, a, that's a fair way to put <laughs> it. Fans also yeah. like yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Uh, I have to say the my my track thus far after hearing the record only a couple times is a uh, Weeping Waltz featuring Cavalier. Cavalier. Yeah, people love. I mean, people who have got the early listen really love that one. Yeah. Um, uh, how did you guys connect? Oh, I've lo- oh, man, I've known Cavalier forever. Just living in Brooklyn, um, like. I probably met him in 2013 and just have been a fan of him. I love his style. I think he's super unique. Um, His project, Private Stock, was like on repeat for me for probably an embarrassingly long amount of time. (laughs) So um, it's like a long time coming, this feature. We've always talked about doing something and just finally did it. Um, He's been on like the big bro level, like Quale and the rest of them. So they've always just like really looked out and supported me in a way. So. Um, yeah, you guys sound really good together. It's, thank it's you. a re- it's a really good track. Um, also, Logi. Uh, yeah, from Philadelphia. I love Logi. Yeah, yeah. Like um, <laughs> we did a short-lived segment uh, where we reviewed records on the show. Oh on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Yah Man Nah scale. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think he got two Yahs and a Man. <laughs> I can't remember which Logi project was, and we've never had a chance to talk to him. But yeah, I'm a big fan of his, and I think uh, he just seems like the coolest person he's super chill he's the best that the day we made the track was the first day we actually met in person yeah oh really or like spent a significant amount of time together we met outside of a show before but 
Um, yeah, that was just on some. That was actually Jay Words bullying the whole situation. We all three were hanging out, and she was like, "Y'all have to make a song." So, um, shout out to her for that. Because Loji, I love Loji's project with Swarvy. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. That, yes. I think that's so. what we're we're thinking about. And then more mother. Yeah. Also, um, talk yeah. about working with more mother. Who Nate is terrified. Of, <laughs> by the way, more mother <laughs> has that appeal, you know. Um, more mother is also someone I've known forever. Like, I wish I could bring all you guys back to this like super magical time mm-hmm. in Brooklyn when basically all of us were just like running around like less. Mm-hmm than we are now. Um, I met more mother at a show that me and Nelson Bandela threw called Catch the Wave, and she played, and she was just amazing. And we have just been, or I've been watching her grow since then. I don't know how much she's been tuned into what I'm doing, but um, I was on her last couple records ago, and this was just kind of like a swap. And it came, it's one of my favorite tracks on the project, actually. Yeah, she seems to have taken it quite a bit left like more of a poetry thing her last album was jazz codes which is obviously heavily influenced by that genre and it's it's you know features i was gonna say tropes but that didn't feel right um so it was it was kind of cool to hear you guys rap yeah i mean yeah Yeah, yeah. just take it back to the essence yeah i hope we get to do that one live someday yeah yeah that'd be amazing (laughs) yeah Um, and then of course uh mavi who you guys you did release that as a single Mm and um he's just steadily on the up and just like did a really strong record last year like do you guys know each other or was that some internet homie stuff we do know each other kind of um yeah but it also was some internet homie stuff i know his big sister and (laughs) his literal uh, big sister his literal actual big (laughs) sister (laughs) um and it wasn't even that that introduced us, but I realized that they had the same last name. And I was like, yo, is that your sister? Like, we know each other. <laughs> um, but then it was kind of just like an internet appreciation. And um, yeah, we actually have not hung out yet. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's definitely ascendant right now. Yeah. Um, I loved his, uh, there's a few tracks on that last cut that I just love so much. Yeah. Spoiled Brat, I listen to that song all the time. <laughs> totally. Um, so you, you mentioned trying to get out and tour this record um who who is the the artist that you would haven't worked with yet that you would love to work with as you think about future projects i mean if the sky's the limit type artist yeah uh missy elliott number one always always but something more tangible (laughs) (laughs) we talked about managing expectations yes um i mean there's still a long list like this is, I've worked with Quelle before, but I'd love to do like more stuff with him. Yeah. Um, Have you heard that uh, Quelle and Cavalier project? I haven't heard it yet. I got it. Sold on their website. Yeah, yeah I got it. I haven't listened to it yet. It I, was funny. I, I listened was... to it once right when I got it, and then it's like, when it's not in my normal musical ecosystem, yeah, I don't find to myself back. gravitating towards it, but mm. I really want to give it its due time. Yeah, I was with Cav in New Orleans like a few days before they recorded that, so I was like, oh, oh wow. I got to go check this out. Yeah, you're everywhere. Yeah, you're here. I'm, That's I'm weird. Always... It's like you're weird. It's weird you're in Damon's apartment. It's I'm weird always you're moving. in Australia. It's weird you're. This in is New the Orleans. Algeria of, <laughs> of downtown. Uh, no, it's super awesome. I just think um, it's just as a fan and as someone who's gotten the chance to get to know you in this very limited way. It's so cool to see all the different places that your creativity has carried you. And I think you like go around leaving a good impression on people and kind of steadily gaining a following. So, as then, you so make, then why make all these travels? Why right? are you talking about retirement? <laughs> With that being said, why are you contemplating retirement? Uh, it's hard. Cause I don't want to be like 
Michael Jordan, like, oh, I'm retiring. Not to say I'm Jordan level or anything, but I'm I not officially retiring. Don't go spreading that word. I'm just saying. But I be watching on the I internet. I do. I do talk a lot of shit about seeing the end game because I don't think rap is forever for me. Or yeah. like, yeah. I don't think um, one like the type of rap I make and the industry coupled with the industry. Yeah. Like, I'm not like. <laughs> if it's strictly <laughs> off of the music I make, like I'm not about to just make billions, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to use my other creative talents to like, while I have time, make sure. other things, you know? And if that looks like stepping away for a little, for a little while, I'm cool yeah. with that. When like, are you going to do your little Yachty record? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess everybody has to do one of those, right? Uh, pretty much At now. some point. Yeah. That's probably going to be like, Baseball Jordan, you know, like that's gonna be like <laughs> that is so good. Yachty's album is baseball Jordan. Exactly. I love it. I love so, it. We'll take um, time. What would it be though? So he he did psychedelic rock. What would you do? Free jazz? Like what would be the freest? I don't think that's shit you could. I don't do? think free jazz is too far from right, what I do. Right? Yeah, okay. I feel yeah, yeah, like it's, it's trending that way. Right? Yeah, I feel like I've done some free jazz gigs where they're just like jazz cats are like, yo, get up there. And, do stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. I don't even know what that would be. It would probably be just like, who, man, who knows? You need to listen to this Little B record. That, oh, that, yeah, that maybe it would be a collab with Little B. Yeah. No, but I did see people talking about he that. He has a jazz record, and it came out like a week before Little Yachty's. Well, I'm right. calling it prog rock, not psych rock. <laughs> okay. It's okay. just like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, yeah. everybody's doing their Andre 3000 thing right now. I love it. I, I like it. Like, Little B, I don't, I stopped kind of paying attention years ago but he probably has like 40 or 50 projects so he probably has more than that yeah you yeah. could you could you could do a, this? a jazz album and kind of sneak it in there and it's very sun raw yeah. and mm-hmm. i believe he's playing the keys yeah in Whoa. this kind of okay. like um yeah i don't know exactly know how to describe what damone is doing with I'm his doing hands with but like, hands. it's kind like of like a, if frankenstein a, a, was a rhythmic uh big blocky chords yeah it's it's weird. It's kind of off, but that's the little B experience, and yeah. it's honestly it's not terrible. It is a fascinating. It's an interesting, very interesting record. Yeah. I'll listen yeah. to it on the yeah. way home. Yeah, give yeah. it like Quiet. give it like two songs at once. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's a, yeah, it's it's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> like, and I don't know if you spend a lot of time listening to Sunra. I had a time when I was single and in college and yeah, high all the time. I've had where the time. I did, you know. Now I have a wife, and that's not happening. But um, you know, it's a. Uh, that discordant nature will fuck with your head after a little bit. But I found it, Damone and I have a long text thread. Yeah. We're kind of like live, live streaming it and mm. just being like, what is going on? Mm. So we'll be, we'll be looking forward to your free jazz record <laughs> yeah. on, on the next go round. Um, what, who are you like really feeling these days? You have a, a kind of outside of your circle of influence. Oh. What, what artists are you inspired by? Or like they're really doing it. I hate to say the reason I'm not a DJ is because I I really need to listen to more music. <laughs> oh really? Like I yeah. Like it's embarrassing. Like when people try to give me the ox cord in the car, like I have nothing. But <laughs> I outside of like the homies and I know yeah, it's just like, yeah. you know, I've really been loving Mike's record. We just talked about that. Yeah. Um, off mic. Um 
Mike, 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 Mike uh, Beware Mike. of the Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love Mike, that Mike, the record. most confusing to talk about rapper currently <laughs> in the game. Well, when we say Mike, people think we mean Open Mike Eagle. Yes. So I'm uh, trying to figure out a way. we usually do, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but Mike, Mike, exclam- Mike, Mike all, exclamation all caps port. exclamation point. Yeah. Who is a neighbor of yours in BK? Yeah, we live in the same neighborhood, which I didn't realize until the other day. Um, when the homie... I saw the homie at the bodega, and they're like, yo, you going to Mike's? And I'm like, nah, this is my bodega. Like, yeah. just trying to get a sandwich. But um, dope to hear we live in the same neighborhood. And also, um, live, um, L-I-V dot E. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's coming out with a new record that I know is going to be amazing. I saw her perform in Amsterdam. It was crazy. Oh, wow. So Another A country. Yeah. <laughs> Smashing. <Dang. laughs> I'm not even doing this on purpose. <laughs> Happy Nina over here. Uh, Bosnia, she's coming for you. She has to get through the eight countries first. I would love to listen to more R&B this year, I think. I, I want to get out of my little hip-hop head, you know? That's the same thing Nate said. Yeah. Like the outside I'm, of the I'm year. I'm trying to have more fun. That's yeah. my, my new thing. I'm yeah. like, I listen to a lot of insular, wordy, intense rap music, and I love it, but like... I really need to like listen to some stuff that's a little bit a brighter palette. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel that completely. Yeah. yeah. Weirdly, the Yachty thing goes completely into that. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah dude, yeah, I yeah. want to soar on the wings of a majestic <laughs> eagle too, dog. Like, it's just like, he's just out here, like, living the dream. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm like sad enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, en- there's enough sadness in the world. Yeah. Bright records. I don't know who. Yeah, R&B is tough for me now because I'm like, what, do you, what even is that? Yeah. Right, right? That's I'm just true. kind of like, when I listen to what's called R&B, I'm like... Well, it's just funny because it's, like, it's like, yeah. uh, well, they're rapping and rappers are singing, singing. right? Yeah. So it's yeah. just all it's all. But you don't be up. singing. Say more. I don't be singing. I don't <laughs> think I have a voice There's not to a sing. lot of singing on this album. No, I don't think I have that voice. Neither does Yachty. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, does not, it did not stop There's him. a plug-in for that. Yeah. Um, no, but on, on this record on Morning Dew... Um, I was joking with you when you came in. Not super emo. I know you talked about it having some heavier topics, but yeah. it doesn't. You know, we're in an emo era yeah. where it's you know it's really popular to make um, these really sad songs. So it's not it's not it's more bouncy than sad. Mm. But also, you don't be singing. You just don't. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I sang like on one track. Cope. Like yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know if you can say that singing. Like yeah, it's yeah. kind of a vocalizing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't get a chance to ask people this much, but isn't there this desire if you could just do everything? Like, if you're like, well, I could just do the hook rather than find someone. Do you find yourself, like, having that thought? Yeah, I mean, with hooks, in that that scenario, yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I'll just do it. But, and I don't know, like, too many. I know, like, a handful of singers who I really love. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. You've worked a lot with Stoss the Boss. Yeah, like, Stoss the Boss. That's the, but- I would imagine the first ever. phone call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what it is about singing that I'm just, like, not attracted to at all. No, it's it's in some ways refreshing. I think yeah. rappers a lot now are relying on melody and rhythm in ways that are actually kind of boring. Yeah. Um, so, that I, I did think that was kind of refreshing that she didn't. Um, why is Masai so lethal? Yo, why? I'm asking the same thing because Masai is something else. I I tell people all the time, Masai is just like, she's number one in my book at all times. I went to a show the other day, didn't even want to go, got dragged out the house by J Words, and we went to see Masai. And um, it was at this place that wasn't even a venue, PA system, just random, just yeah, like yeah. not a real setup. Yeah. She, Masai murdered it. She made me want to go home and like rap for days. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, wait. Like, ever since I met Masai years and years and years ago, um, 
and I only say this because I'm older than her, not because of skill wise. I always have just been looking behind my back, like, dang, like she's she's not only is she's she's already here. She's very um, unique with her style in a lot of ways that like takes a long time to get used to, but once you do. She's just top And y'all chemistry, what is the cut on there? Uh, Smug. Yeah. Smug. Y'all chemistry on it, the back forth, uh, yeah. amazing. I love rapping with her. I, I hope I get to rap with her forever. She's on every one of my projects, if you've seen. Oh, wow. So, yes. yeah. yeah. And that's, that's how so I got cool. introduced. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what's uh what's next? You got touring, album out, um, but you're still wor- you're working on other things. Yeah. Always and never. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Very sly. Yeah. Um, who even knows? You know, I have a project. I have a couple projects in the pocket. I have something with Swarvy that we're all excited wow. about. Wow. Okay. Love okay. To hear that. Um, I yeah. I feel like I just have been blessed with like amazing producer homies that yeah. I'm just like I want to make stuff with everybody, you know, and yeah. they want to make stuff with me, like vice versa. So. So. Um. At least four or five more years. At let's least. Go. Let's play out the sprinkle run. in, <laughs> sprinkle in. You know, take some breaks. Yeah. I hear definitely. You. I hear you. This is kind of a weird question, but like, so do you not need to look for beats? You get what I'm asking you? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really listen to beats that I get okay. submitted. Okay, or, but does that happen? People, yeah, yeah, all the time. Okay. All the time. It's unfortunate, too, because I feel like there's so many there's good producers. There's heat in there, there's I'm heat. sure. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's yeah. heat. Like, I hear heat all the time. But the problem is, like, I just know too many people with, like, yeah. Super, super, super duper heat. Who it's like, a good problem to have. Yeah, it's but a great it, problem. It, to have. It's kind of interesting. It does, uh, it does limit the palette to you want to work with good people, mm-hmm. and there's n- absolutely nothing wrong with that. But who knows what's in the next folder? I just it's, I, I no, find it's that true. fascinating. It's true. We get sent a fair amount of music as well, and I have liked some of it. But it's a really hard way to find things you actually like because you're kind of on guard when you open the folders yeah. and it's just like, uh, uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. And I think it's even business wise, it's hard for producers because they're just mm-hmm. like, Oh, you want to listen to my beat tape? Like I'm trying to sell these beats, which I respect, of you course. know, a thousand percent. Yeah. But I feel like in the way that I work with people who I collaborate with, it's like more so like we're splitting, you know, we're splitting stuff. It's like, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, I'm lending my talents. You're lending yeah. your talents. It's not like a, and I would the imagine Walmart it takes of some of the um, I don't the know what the right chemistry. word urgency out of it because if they sell you, if you buy a beat from a random person, you would feel like you need to use it right yeah. then to kind of start to recoup mm-hmm. on it. Where with a homie, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not doing any of this in my real life. <laughs> it's just like you're like. It'll come out when it comes out. You know me. Yeah. I'm good for it, kind of. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So uh, all producers, do not send them to me. <laughs> uh, my email is demondarkcarter at gmail. <laughs> Please. Um, so grateful to have some of your time. Um, good to see that you, you, you made it out here to San Jose. Again, just for the 2% of listeners who are from San Jose. Shout out to San Jose. <laughs> yeah. With that or not, me and Nate. Um, you went to college here? So for Dave. Dave. I yeah. dropped out of San Jose State. We hey. are right across the street from right now. I have so many memories there. My little cousin goes there right now. Shout okay. out to them, Joseph. Do you have the dream that I have of, I also dropped out of San Jose State. Uh, <laughs> do you have the dream that I have to be so successful that they give you an honorary? <laughs> no, because I do actually have a degree from the new school. After okay. I dropped out of San Jose, okay. I went to a new school. But 
I mean, I actually don't even have that paper because I owe them two thousand oh. dollars. But <laughs> like, so you're not a leader I hope of the, the new school. school. One day, no, I'm not. <laughs> Hopefully, one day the new school is like, yo, we'll give you the paperwork. They're a yes. lender of I would the like new school. That. No, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is crazy. Um, I when did you go to San Jose State? Two thousand and eight. Okay. Okay. I always forget how much younger you are. Yes. I am 32 years old. All right. So far from retirement. Um, Appreciate you coming on the pod. We wish you nothing but the best on this new record. Yeah, thank you for having me always. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we we really enjoy spending time with you and are big fans of your your work and your approach and you as a person and you as a rapper and a musician and just like a creative entity. And I say this every time, but (laughs) I I just think it's it really suits my West Coasters kind of uh, bucolic, idealistic view of Brooklyn when you're like, oh, Mike's my neighbor. Yeah. (laughs) Jay Words came over and dragged me to a rap Seriously. show and I'm like I couldn't go to a rap show if I wanted to like it just does I not mean, exist I walked in a bodega and she's just like give me that weed <laughs> I was like what is this I was I was floored at the how true. much the rap life actually happens yeah I relive the real lap, rap life I broke the real real rap life <laughs> sounds okay. cool no just kidding <laughs> I live the real San Jose yeah. it's, it's, it's different uh, Nina thank you thank you thanks for coming thank out. you Present is wind, tucking my necklace in, the blessing extend, wearing the bin, waving, moving water, it's a trend. Fuck your amends, ain't really about to suspend. Talk to your kin, present is wind, tucking my necklace in, the blessing extend, wearing the bin, waving, moving water, it's a trend. Fuck your amends, they ain't really about to suspend. Talk to your kin, present is wind, tucking my necklace in, the blessing extend, wearing the bin, waving, moving water, it's a trend. Fuck your amends, they ain't really about to suspend. All right, that was our conversation with Nappy Nina. Um, an in-person conversation, Nate, uh, it just has a different kind of character and dynamic to it, right? Totally. Um, it was so it was so cool to see her and to hang out with her. We've gotten to hang out a couple of times now. She's just a person I, I really enjoy their company and like um think they're really good at rapping and just like just it just some getting to know someone through like doing the show and like being kind of having kind of like mutual respect for each other is super awesome. And, um, what, you know, we're pleased to be able to hear the album quite a bit before it was able to drop. And it's just, it's just cool, man. And just, um, I don't know what's going to make the edit and what won't. So I'll just confess to everyone. We started the whole interview and because we were <laughs> really out of practice, I had not hit record. We did all the <laughs> and all that stuff. We got they, we she gave us this amazing answer about her time in Algeria and how they like count in fives, not fours, and it was confusing for her. And it's like you'll hear like a ghost of it, or you just did yeah. hear like a ghost of it, where because it's like you can't just say the same things over and over again. But I hadn't done that in a long time, dude. That was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but the <laughs> the flip side of that is uh, since we were recording at your apartment and she never been there before, when I pulled up, I did go grab her from the uh courtyard of a different building and bring her oh, to your house. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Oh she, she was like wandering around, like kind of like the back side of the apartments next to you. Yes, and I was yes. like, Nina, 
It's over here. Don't come over knock here. on anyone's <laughs> door or make any loud noises. This is not a good neighborhood. <laughs> oh, man. Truth. Uh, I'm us. so bummed I missed the in-person interview, though, you guys. I mean, as you know, I was stuck at work. But, um, so. you know, we, we got a chance to listen to Morning Dew, you know, before it came out. And um, I'm a big fan of it. So I just want to take a second to tell everybody to peep it. Um, she yeah. has that song with Mavi on it. I believe it's called Tucked yeah. In, which... Yeah. Um, which dropped a while ago, and I remember really enjoying that. But I really like that song, Scuffle. Um, yeah. And she just kills it. I I don't think she's going in a, any different direction. I think she's sort of just expanding on what she's already done prior and that she's good at. And you can tell she's just really good at what she's doing. There's a, I feel like, a, a understated air of confidence to what she's mm. doing now. Mm. And um, just, just really excited to see, you know, how she charts the rest of her career. Yeah, uh, part of... Uh what you'll hear when you listen to the interview, Dave, is um, she has, she's been entertaining this idea of like, what's her exit strategy? She retired, mm -hmm. but then she changed her mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, which I, I think is so interesting for an artist who I feel is like at, in the ascent phase um, mm -hmm. uh, of, of their career. And so, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of the record as well. I feel like where 30 Bag um was like her like real boom bap record um and double down was kind of like a little bit more electronic both influences are present on this record um and i think she in terms of her flow she's definitely leveled up we didn't get a chance to talk about it but she's also been doing these like freestyle videos where she asked people for um suggestions of like iconic beats she should rap over and wow. she just murders them like some of those she, are so cool yeah oh wow yeah. i got Pete that that's like right up my alley now yeah you know she's just doing missy elliott alchemist you know what i mean just all kinds of really dope beats and um i actually i had the chance to work with her on a song and um i'm just really impressed by her craft and and her approach to it um so yeah uh it's called morning dew it should be out on the 17th of uh february hit up the band camps all that uh you know let's so support our alternative rap geniuses um and uh yeah that's that's nina's third or fourth time on dead by rap pod uh third i believe okay. and she, okay. she did tell us and i don't you know we shouldn't say everything she told us because some of it was off mic but uh she uses our mug every day Oh, see, she's like, that's Aww. the only bug in my apartment, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm really glad I sent that to you. What would you drink coffee? I'm just kidding. Um, this is just a super cool connection we've made over the years, and um, yeah. you know, just like an artist that I, I I think is doing good work. It's not, it's like, yeah. it's it's so dope. She's a good person, but really, she's just a really she's a cold rapper, dude. Like if you listen to yeah. the mm -hmm. of what she does in particular on the new one, it's like, wow. Um, my cut so far, which I think I told her off mic, is uh, the sip and sorrel one, and like yes, I really like yes. I really like her ways that she weaves everyday life and domesticity into into her music in a way that's um, it just makes it relatable and it makes it mm -hmm. you know it just seems like you know she's a, she's a real person who happens to have this insane skill. So yeah, super super dope album. We talked a ton about the. Um, the cover and she's been kind of uh revealing some of that on social media crazy up, up till now but just yeah it's just crazy to like 
have the opportunity she had and take advantage of it. And that's just, that's the lesson, right? It's like, don't just have the idea and then not do it. Have the idea, mm -hmm. get your friend, get your pillow, go out there and cover yourself with sand. You'll be left with an iconic image for a momentary discomfort, right? It, exactly. Um, the sand in your butt crack will be worth it. Um, uh, yeah. Title for the episode. <laughs> uh, shout out to Nappy Nina, um, who's heading out to Australia um, mm. in a matter of days. Um, shout out to y'all for tapping in with Dadbod Rap Pod. Uh, per use, you can hit us up on Twitter at Dadbod Rap Pod, where if you move fast, maybe. The Ice Spice MF Doom collab by Daedalus. <laughs> I dreamed that up. I woke That's up one amazing. morning. That's I woke amazing. up one morning and made a stupid pun, and I was like, "That would be a good tweet." And then I tweeted it, and I was like, "Somebody's gonna do this," and that somebody was Daedalus. That so. was so cool. And uh, I have to say, uh, calling your dream mashup of those two artists who do not have anything to do with each other but are really. currently on the cusp of everyone's tongue especially in underground rap the spice rack like that for me that's the joke the joke yeah, is right. you, you found the perfect title definitely it's like amazing um yeah that that uh that tweet did some numbers and it got it was so funny the people who are like yes do that yeah okay i'm curious if someone does that and like yeah. they'll murder you if this yes. is so funny. That's the perfect tweet. It's a blend of curiosity, rage, right. and admiration. Exactly. Um, and shout out to Daedalus for, for indulging um, and creating it. Uh, but the dilemma comes in. I didn't think this through, obviously. That's why I'm not an A&R. Uh, she only has like two songs. So, so that's there's, there, yeah. yeah, there's not there's not much spice in the rack right now. <laughs> but there's some there's rack in the spice. Of, uh... Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was, you know, no one went in like a spice girls direction. Like, no. like and I'm proud on, you know, yeah. like just, and I'm proud. Yeah, I'm proud. I don't of have that I'm many spice girls like. references, but I'm surprised she doesn't lean more into that, honestly. But they she has, she seems to have a long career ahead of her. Yeah, to to my surprise, I, I'll admit it when I I remember us talking about this and you you were yeah. like, this is it for her. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of thought that it was going to be a one and done. Uh, but now she has two songs. So solidified but uh <laughs> I check many. yeah check that out on our our timeline um ice spices agents may make us take it down at some point but um <laughs> that's that's just a little flavor of, of what you can expect on twitter you can also hit us up on instagram at dad bod rap pod get our follow us on instagram so we can start to have like those cool annoying ads too like I think I think we can get an Instagram artist account when we hit 10k or something like that. <laughs> um, so please help us out. Um, and the best way to connect with the Dad Bod Rap Pod is, of course, on Patreon. Nate, you just dropped a new fly spread. Uh, tell the party people about that latest drop. Yeah, I have a I have a radio show I do on our Patreon. It's an inversion of the formula of this show where this show's like 99% talking, 1% music. The Fly Sporadic is like 90% music, 10% talking. On this one I literally just announced the songs. I can't help but making little asides and jokes and stuff, but like you I right. kind of just did it like as it's like as if I had a community radio show but I'm not yeah. actually like 
tied to doing it every week and i had to do some that are themed and complicated and take a lot of time and this one was just kind of like freestyle letting it rip doing songs i thought went together and talking about them just a little bit and i've got another one a kind of more epic one with a big theme coming okay doing this one spurred me to get back into it and actually i was just telling dave about this off mic i just i just bought a tape rack um again oh yeah she doesn't know this yet i have to say this a little quieter i'm making my (laughs) wife a mixtape for her birthday oh yeah like like an actual tape like a tape like a physical tape tape. i bought a tape deck to make a one mixtape and then i might sell it because this is so complicated (laughs) like like making me really love my garage band setup i have for uh for fly sporadic um and just like not having an end time is really key yeah. to the whole mix mm. making it's like you got to do like math and reverse engineer things to just come out yeah, the time buddy. but I, I am in my mix making bag at the moment i was doing that yeah. right before you guys signed on that's dope dude mix master nate uh so you can get your own but you don't have to marry him to get that flavor you can <laughs> keep out our uh, dms our open Patreon. though just kidding. yeah <laughs> dms grand opening grand closing um, <laughs> that's uh patreon.com slash dad bod rap pod uh we appreciate y'all rocking with us every wednesday uh celebrating no no wednesdays but, every thursday i mean they can rock with us on wednesday too though they can play it whenever they want yes yes uh but rocking with new episodes every thursday thank you um, you know what it is, Dad Bod Rap Pop. All dedication, most deaf affiliation, added representation, making the foundation, making the foundation, making common sense collaborations, making all of your Haitians. If money makes a man strange, we got to rearrange that. So what makes the world go? in my mesh, but yo, she burned my scene up like David Koresh, I guess a diamond ain't nothing but a rock with a name, I guess love ain't nothing but emotion and game, it's the lesson well learned, so praise is well due, I'm sending off a big out to Kenny Calhoun, and at a reservation for the resident crew, and yo, get your bowl, cause we cooking up stew, see them Cubans don't care what y'all niggas do, Colombians ain't never ran with your crew, while you acting all spicy and shiesty, the only Italians you knew was icy. Price me, I'm keeping it clean like a washing machine. Hey yo, get your locomotion running to full steam. I'm sending out a greeting to my man Dasim. I got a child, so I got to.